0: to be the kind of person who, whenever I started watching a show, if I made it to the third episode, I would commit to watching the whole thing, even if it turned out to be kind of bad. And so I got curious wondering what people considered to be the worst anime of all time. So I searched online to figure it out. And doing this actually led me to two separate titles. And I'm going to watch both of them so that you don't have to. Hmm... Am I going to regret watching these two shows? Oh well, no going back now! The first show that I found is the one that seems to be the most universally accepted as the worst anime ever made, and it's called Destruction on Mars. The episode starts off in space. We have these two guys who are bored of their job flying around in a cool spaceship all day, and they just want to get home and have some drinks when all of a sudden the spaceship blows up! It overheated or something. This spaceship contained a kind of material that was found on Mars, and as the spaceship blew up, this material broke off into little pieces and entered the Earth's atmosphere. And years later, they caused the birth of these Goma, Digimon-looking aliens who were out to cause havoc. But it's okay, because we have these anime girls here who are going to take care of them. Except one of them doesn't react at the enemy's first attack and immediately dies. But the other two still go charging straight into battle and they're missing every single shot that they fire. Like seriously, he's just standing there still. How are you missing every shot? I find it hard to believe that they had any training for this, I'll be honest. But then we meet humanity's true last hope. This power ranger looking guy named Takeru. And he jumps straight into the battle ready to take these guys out. Until one of them catches him from behind and... They gave him this big entrance that implied this is the strong guy. This is the one who's going to save everyone. But then he lasted about 10 seconds in the battle. Like at least make him look like he's strong. So Takeru almost dies from that encounter with the aliens and is now in intensive care. And in a flashback, we learn that he never wanted to be the hero. It was actually his dad who forced him to wear this Mars suit and take on the responsibility. It is just not explained to us why it has to be Takeru wearing the suit and why it can't be given to someone else because he clearly doesn't want to be doing it. It just seems like the typical, no dad. It's not my dream, it's yours. Except the dad doesn't seem to even be here, so what's stopping you from just leaving? Next, they decide that Japan has had enough of these fragments causing these monster attacks. So, they're sending the problem over to America to deal with instead. We still don't know what these fragments actually are, by the way, and I don't think that they're going to tell us. All that we know is that the future of the Earth lies in the hands of these four teenage girls and Takeru. And going off of everything that we've seen so far, I don't think the Earth is going to be okay. Straight into the next scene, the squad is now out on patrol when all of a sudden a new bad guy appears. And he immediately starts lighting the city on fire so he clearly means business. Luckily, he just happened to make his first appearance exactly where the team is. I also like how when Takera is wearing the suit, it kind of sounds like he's speaking with his hand over his mouth, kind of like this, and it's because he's wearing a helmet, and you have to really appreciate the spectacular attention to detail here. So now straight into the action scene, and here comes their opportunity to finally show us how strong the team is and why it's being left up to them to save this planet. So the bad guy is easily winning the fight without doing very much. Things are getting tense, the battle looks hopeless for the good guys. When the green-haired girl goes up to Takara and she's like, Oh by the way, I have this weapon you could use. But it is a little risky. But then Takero uses it and he takes out the monster with a one-hit KO. So in other words, this entire battle and all of the pain that the characters just went through was not needed because they could've started off with that weapon and ended it immediately. They didn't even need to get out of the car! They just chose to do things the hard way for absolutely no reason. Good job! And now that the fight's over and everybody's relieved and just having a little rest on the street, it turns out that they let their guard down too soon because the monster comes back to life. And he grabs Takeru and starts talking. The real ones who invaded Earth and are the true aliens are the humans. Then he dies again. Okay, this was a bit of a mess. You might be thinking, Oh, there are probably a lot of in-between scenes leading up to the climax which would have made it more impactful. Nope, there was not. We only knew to expect the small enemies from the start so this big boss guy came out of nowhere. And he barely had to move from the spot we just watched the main characters ragdoll around him pretty much. And then the entire battle didn't matter anyway because Takeru had the potential to end it in a one hit KO with a secret weapon we didn't know about. It could've been a lot better if they had more time. They had to cram this entire story into just a 20 minute movie. Overall, it was decent animation as well. I was expecting it to be a lot sloppier. Now moving on from that, the second anime that I've got today is the one that is the legitimate lowest rated anime on the internet. Which is Tenku Danzai Heaven. So the movie starts off with a shot of planet Earth from space. Does this look familiar to you guys or is it just me? We immediately learn that there is an alien monster invading Tokyo City. I feel like I'm getting deja vu right now. Was starting movies like this just a trend in the early 2000s or something? But this movie comes with an opening theme song! Skelter plus Heaven. Her fate which does not get used to by nature machines was left to your hand. The human body arms which had the program embedded so that a command may be obeyed from from when born. WHAT?! Okay, so we're starting off with an opening sequence that was not proofread. Straight into the story, the threat over the city is this tree-shaped squid monster who is just up there hovering menacingly. And we meet the main characters. There's this guy, who I don't think they actually say what his name is, but he looks a bit like Phoenix Wright except he's kinda rude. And then there's Lane. And these two are a part of an organization that commands these Gundam waifus to fight threats like this one so I guess this has happened before. Although honestly, this guy doesn't really look like he's doing anything wrong, he's kinda just floating around and checking out the city. We quickly meet more of the girls and get a little preview of what Gundam fighting looks like. Except this little training session ends up with the girls falling in the dirt and then there's no choice but to have a compulsory shower scene. And while in the shower, Lynn has a flashback of a memory from 5 years ago where she witnessed an uncomfortable workout scene. There's a great explanation of the meaning of this memory and why she thought of it just then. Just kidding, we're moving on to the next scene now and it's never gonna be brought up again. <laughs> so now the girls are all prepared for battle and off we go. We're straight out into the action and it looks like everything is going right according to plan. Until the monster actually starts to fight back and I guess that they weren't expecting this because two of them got taken out on its first, honestly kind of slow attack. Lena's really distressed after this and she's looking like she might not be able to continue the fight. Until the main guy tells her to get over it and I guess that's all she needed to hear. They have the same energy as this scene from Digimon. That's the saddest story I ever heard. I'm the one with the problem, not you. Get over it. Okay. And then this is where they decide to give us the information that these girls are not human. They were artificially created inside a lab. Sure, why not? After saving the main guy's life, Lean then confesses her love to him. Which feels like it comes out of nowhere, but we have to have that extra little bit of drama mixed in there. And she rushes headfirst into that monster. After a sword cuts the side of the monster, Lane is now somehow inside its core. The monster speaks to her telepathically, talking about humanity's destructive desires. But she argues that it's not all humans and the reason why she fights is for the ones that she wants to protect. Then the monster goes up in smoke and I guess that Lane sacrificed herself in the process? You're kind of just left to assume. But plot twist! We get a scene from one year later and we find out that there are now dozens of the same monster hovering over Tokyo! Oh my god! So all of the efforts that we just watched were in vain. The end! This show had me so confused that I had to watch it twice to understand. Nothing was explained. We don't even know where that monster came from or why it was there. And all of the scenes came and ended so fast that it felt like I was watching a fan-made edit of the best moments. I think that the online ratings definitely make sense now. Were both of these movies bad? Yes. Were either of them the worst movie that I've ever seen? No. Some parts had me genuinely laughing out loud. Granted, they weren't supposed to be funny moments. But still, I had fun talking about them to you. Anyway, that's all. Go watch a good show like k now. If you enjoyed this video, please be sure to subscribe and turn on the notification bell so that you don't miss any more animated videos from me. And if you've seen either of these anime, please let me know what you thought of them as well down in the comments. And if you don't know what to watch next, click right here on the video to check out my latest video about anime tropes. I'll see you over there. Thank you for watching. Bye!